Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers-Howell. What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome people in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. This week, we're brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Who do we have on the show today? Today, we have Renee Wagner of Ivy Tech Community College. We're supported today by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. What do they have coming up? A special virtual program. Ooh. Special. Who is this special program going to be put on by? It's going to feature President Jeffrey Mearns, president of Ball State University. Awesome. Yes. So it's going to be April 1st. That's a Thursday, April 1st. So put that on your calendar put that right on your calendar. now. Now, now why are they going to present? Well, Dr. Mearns has a diverse range of professional experiences from his roles as a federal prosecutor and trial lawyer to his second career in academia, which has included his administrative positions as dean, provost, and university president. He's done it all. He's done it all. He's done everything. And he's a pretty cool guy. So in this session, he will reflect on the several of the most valuable leadership lessons he's learned over the course of his career, and he will share how those lessons inform his work on behalf of Ball State. This program is ideal for people interested in learning more about how to be effective leaders and how to develop and utilize leadership skills on the job that will help in the advancement of their careers. When's this going to happen again? It's going to be Thursday, April 1st. No April fooling. It's it's a real... It's really going to happen. It's really going to happen. Thursday, April 1st, 2 to 3 p.m. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. Today in the studio, we have Renee Wagner of Ivy Tech. Welcome. Welcome to the studio. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Well, good. We're glad to have you here. Now, tell me about that complicated title you have. <laughs> Go ahead. Sure. I am the Director of Diversity, Equity, and Belonging, and I'm also a part of Community Relations. That's also a part of my title as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, tell us about the work you do at the university then. Well, uh, my job is to uh, promote diversity okay. at Ivy Tech, and actually it was a created position, and so also I um, work with the faith-based community. We have a community relations team, and because of my connection with the faith-based community, that's a part of my job. So I do things to bring the faith-based community to Ivy Tech as well. Do you work with students directly or not? I do. I work with students and faculty and staff and the community. Yes, I do. We we have a lot of events. I like to think of my job as an event planner. I love to plan events, and so that's basically um, what I do is a lot of events pertaining to diversity okay so covid's wrecked your world huh oh my god (laughs) (laughs) horribly horribly i mean literally it it kind of stopped for a minute because Mm -hmm. you know everybody stopped and i had to um just try to be creative in doing things that zoom we've all gotten really good at zoom (laughs) oh my goodness yes and so i've had to really be creative to do things um activities with the students and faculty and staff again with through zoom well tell us some of the creative ways you've uh used 
distance to your advantage. Well, what we've done, some of the things we've done is we just finished for Black History Month. We just had a Black History Month series. It was on Zoom. We had four speakers, one every Monday from 530 to 7. And each person had a topic that they talked on for about an hour and a half. And we had close to 30 people on our Zoom, which to me is a great crowd, Mm -hmm. you know, considering when you're doing things virtual. Um, One of our speakers was going to be my daughter, but she lives in Texas and she got COVID. Oh, no. Then the snowstorm. And so, you know, all of this. And then her pipe bursted in her house. I mean, when I tell you, she she wasn't able to be one of our speakers. I mean, everything we've done has had to be virtual. And so that's just where we're at right now, just doing trying to be creative, doing things virtually. Well, tell us about your background. Where are you from? I am from Muncie. I'm a Muncie resident, born and raised in Muncie. I've graduated from Muncie Community Schools. I'm just a product of Muncie. Um, My parents are here. They're still here. They're both yet living. I raised my children here. My husband's from Indianapolis, and after six months, I lived in Indianapolis for six months. And when we first married, this was 32 years ago. (laughs) And I told my husband, I want to go home. (laughs) And he packed us up and brought us to Muncie. And we've just been here ever since. Now, what keeps you here in Muncie? I just love the community, the small. Muncie's not really small, but it's small enough to where um, I love interacting with people. And I just love my neighbor, you know, being senior neighbors and, you know, just in the Muncie community, how we're working together. I love that as well. I just love Muncie. My family's here. My church is here. Everything's here. Everything's here. So that's Good. why I love Muncie. So I heard you talk about one kiddo who lives in Texas. Tell, mm-hmm. me, about your, tell me about your family. I have a son. I have a daughter and a son. Okay. My son lives here. He's an entrepreneur. He does, has a very successful um, auto detailing and tinning windows and oh, okay. anything automotive. He does that and he's married and has has three children and my daughter's also married and she has a son and a bonus daughter okay so we have five grandchildren and two children right. and, two and she lives in texas and she lives in texas i'm what, trying what to, part of texas she lives in plano Plano, okay. Okay. right outside yeah. of dallas i used to yeah. live in dallas so oh I so you where, i know where plano yes <laughs> yes <laughs> tell me about the community organizations you've been working with over the past couple of years well i have been working with actually I was a part of several organizations, and I had I took a break because my husband and I just uh, took over the pastorship of my dad's church, oh, okay. and so I had to, you know, kind of re-juggle some things and re-get my bearings, basically. And so I took a break from community organizations, but now I'm back working with the Delaware County Minority Health Coalition, and I also work with the Jackson Life Services, which is a part of Union Missionary Baptist Church. They have a, a nonprofit organization, and so. So I serve as the secretary of that board. So I'm starting to try to get myself back involved more in the community. Now, I'm a team player. If somebody calls and say, Renee, will you? Yes, I will. But as far as sitting on a board, I had to kind of pull back well, from that, that. Yeah, that makes sense. You've got to prioritize. Mm-hmm. I did, yeah. Out, you know, how, mm-hmm. how to make all that work. Mm-hmm. So what church are you pastor of? It's called Terrestrial Temple, Church of God in Crisis, out in the Whiteley community. Okay. My dad pastored for 47 years. And then he, um, I we tease him until him he knew COVID was coming because he retired in February COVID hit in March <laughs> <laughs> and so we we assumed the leadership of that we knew it was coming yeah. you know you kind of know and so um he retired and then my husband and I just took over and then that we had to be creative with that as well course, trying to man, right you know because <laughs> yeah we had to close our doors and it was a struggle. We had to learn um, conference call. We had to learn how to Facebook live. We, I mean, it was just some things we had to learn to just try to keep our people connected, keep us all connected. 
And you did do that through we the did. entire pandemic? It, it, we did. We did very well. In the summer, we had church outside every okay. week, and people would just pull up in their cars, and we would have service while they sat in their cars. Oh, so cool. it was. It really was. It really worked. We had the neighbors around the church would sit on their porch or sit in their cars and listen, so it really worked. So just being had to be creative. We really did. I mean, I think we've all had to be creative. I was just in a meeting yesterday with Altrusa, and we trying to figure out how to Zoom, but hear the people on the Zoom, and make sure the Zoomers could hear the people in the room. And it was like, oh, that's, that's a lot of technical figuring stuff out. But, it is. But we've all, we're all in the same boat. We've all been doing it. So, yes, yeah. yes. What keeps you going? What keeps me going is just my love for life and love. I love to be active and have fun. I'm a person I love to have a good time. I love to laugh and enjoy my friends. And so just being able to go to work and do what I do. And then when I go home, enjoy my family and enjoy my church family. Just have a good time. I enjoy my friends. So that really keeps me going and motivated, knowing that I get to get up and do something that I love every day. Now, Angie was a former youth pastor pastor's wife and she told me about all the uh time that you spend in the church so Mm -hmm. tell me about that like how how do you balance that work family all that good stuff um you know what i've just always I don't know. I'm just always, that's the type of person I am. I can do a lot of things at one time. For a while, I thought something was wrong with me. I'm like, why am I, why am I, but that's just how I'm wired. I can do a lot of things. I watched my parents do it when my dad started his church. I'm an only child. So it was just him, my mother, and I. I tease him. I tell him, oh my Lord, you had a hard time (laughs) just (laughs) starting with one person, me. But I mean, and I just watched them do so many things to keep the church going. They worked full time. And so I just, kind of that's the type of person I am just you know spending my a lot of time at keeping the church going um working just I'm just wired that way yeah but I think I mean we're like that too if we have a weekend where that well COVID really we were like what do we do we don't we don't have anywhere to go or anywhere to be or anything to do what do we do so yeah if my hair's not on fire I don't know what to do and you know, I feel like something's wrong so yeah I know that's me too just when I'm sitting down, like, now, I think I should be doing something, something, you know, just something. But I, I try to cherish that downtime more. So I'm on my way to retirement with Ivy Tech. I've got about four years. I've given myself four years, and I'm going to retire. And so I'm already planning because I know that I'm not ready to just stop working, but I am ready to, you know, I think it's time for a younger person to come and do what it is that I can do because I think they can take it to the next level. And so I'm already planning. I, I want to teach a couple of classes part-time so just trying to I want to stay busy although not as busy but I want to stay busy yes I'm going to take it and then I'm going to do more at my church as well Um, do some things during the day that I'm not able to do because I work so yeah I'm already planning because I know me and that sitting at home it's not going to work for me So what do you do for fun? What do I do? I like to um, spend time with my family and my girlfriends. I have a group, great group of girlfriends, and um, we get together and just laugh and go out to dinner. Or I love spending time with my husband. We, we like to laugh a lot. 
And so we have a good time together, my children and my grandchildren. That's what I love to do for fun. So now some harder questions because of your job and how it relates to the community and things like that. Mm -hmm. How was this past summer for you when everything was kind of going crazy? Uh, How were you dealing with that with your job and everything? You know, it was really eye-opening in my position. Not to say I wasn't aware, but after this, when I... took on this position, I became more aware. But then this summer, with everything that happened, I really became aware of the issues that we have as a country, not just in the community, but as a country. And so it allowed me the opportunity to be able to highlight some things, some things that we've done at Ivy Tech. We've had um, some book clubs, diversity. We're having one now, and we're reading the book Diversity 2.0. We also read the book Unconscious Bias, Um, No, that's the book we're reading now, Unconscious Bias. We read How to Be an Mm Anti-Racist. So we're doing some things to bring awareness, you know, and and it's really eye-opening because we've had people that said, I really was not aware of what was going on, you know, and I think with the George Floyd situation, that really opened the door. It was an unfortunate Mm -hmm. incident, but it really opened the door for us to have those difficult conversations because they needed to be had. And so what I'm finding now through my position is that there are some people that are aware of some of the biases that they have, um, some of the feelings that they have, but they come to our events because they want to know better. They want to learn, you know, and they want to be honest. And so that's some of the things that we do with Zoom. We know that we can record, but on our meetings, we don't record because we want people to be open and honest. Have you run into discrimination because either you're a woman or you're a race? Have I ever, as a woman, I don't think I have, but I, as a black woman, I have. Um, to say I've never had any issues at Ivy Tech, um, I really haven't. Maybe some little minor things, but um, nothing major. I once had someone that I had an encounter with. This has been many years ago, and I thought it was because of my race. But I come to find out it was just a mean person. They were like that to everybody. <laughs> so, you know, so it wasn't based on my race. But um, to say that I have faced discrimination, I have. Mm-hmm. Um, just up to recently um, in the store, I had a lady that said something to me, and I have found myself being more tolerant. We don't have to fly off at everything. You know, we don't have to respond at everything. I, the lady, we were in the store, and I, she was kind of blocking the way, and I said, oh, she, I said, excuse me, and she said, um, oh, I'm in your way or something. I said, no, no. I said, you're fine. She said, I know I'm fine, and it, it really took me aback, and she knew what I was looking for, and so she walked off. She went on, and I didn't respond. I just let it go, and then she found what I was looking for, and she brought it back to me. She said, this is what you were looking for. And I think she realized within herself what she had said, how she had said it Mm -hmm. to me. And I think sometimes we have to allow people to work it out for themselves. So to say that I face um, discrimination, not a lot, but it happens. It does happen. Tell me something that's on your bucket list. The one thing that's on my bucket list is I want to go to California, to Los Angeles, to Hollywood. I love celebrities. (laughs) 
That's my right. guilty pleasure. I love celebrities. And I and for some reason when my husband and I go out of town, we I usually see a celebrity. And so um I just want to be able to go to California. And we had planned that before COVID. Mm-hmm. And um, I just want to go to California and just watch for celebrities, see celebrities. Now, give me some examples of uh, celebrities you've you've come across. I will. We were on our way from Texas, and we had a layover in Chicago. And my mother and I were sitting, and my husband was across the way. My mother was in mid-conversation, and I jumped up and took off running. I saw Common, the rapper. (laughs) And my mother's like, what's wrong <laughs> she didn't have any clue <laughs> and he went it was right when we first started taking selfies so you know the phone was new and everything and he took a selfie with me and my husband said he told my mother he said she'll knock you over if she sees celebrities I just <laughs> <laughs> but I just love I don't know what it is I'm a big tv person and just seeing someone that's on tv and I really don't know that much about common I knew he was a rapper and I knew I saw him on tv so um and then once I saw him then every by the airport started seeing him so yeah that was probably one of the biggest highlights of seeing i got a chance to see him and interact with him so that's something i love to do but you want to go out to california and take the uh tour bus of the the hills and all that stuff yes (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) what does success mean to you um success means to me getting up every day, being able to do what I love to do, and also being able to enjoy my family. And my I say my church family because we're a small ministry and we're like a family. Mm-hmm. And so um, just being able to enjoy life and enjoy the things that I do. As I get older, pleasures are more simple. You know, being able to, my husband and I were so excited. We're buying us two chairs for our bedroom so we can sit in our chairs with our ottomans. You know, little things like that, that those things make me happy, but success is just being able to do what I love to do. And now it's time for the lightning round. Quick questions and quick answers. For number one question, what's your favorite band or artist? My favorite artist is the Clark Sisters, are the Clark Sisters. Now, that's, that's not a pop group or anything like that. What, what do they do? They sing Christian music they're a gospel group they're four sisters and i've known of them for many many years actually they had a lifetime movie so they're a little popular okay. That's yeah, awesome. they're sort of popular yeah That's cool. i mm-hmm. have been introducing matt to the world of kirk franklin recently because he did not yeah grow up wow in the church. No, I, I saw it <laughs> he didn't grow up in the church he doesn't know it, okay so I, I played it on the speaker and he's like i've never heard this before <laughs> oh yeah kirk franklin is a good one too i forgot about kirk franklin she must have been yeah. a super fan because she starts singing all I the songs. I knew all the words. I can't remember the words to any song on the radio today, but I knew every word to all Kurt those. Franklin, Kurt Franklin, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Are you an early bird or a night owl? If I have to pick the two, I'd probably say an early bird, but I'm kind of a middle. I was thinking, is there a middle? But I'm probably more of an middle early of the bird. Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite book? My favorite book is The Coldest Winter Ever by Sister Soldier. But I want to say, when people ask me that, I, also, I always say The Boxcar Children because they that is my, was my introduction to reading. And I w- that's how I started reading. I would read about three books a week after I read that book. So that, that was my introduction to reading. So, mm-hmm. But it's really The Coldest Winter Ever. Now, we kind of talked about this earlier, but have you ever met anyone famous? Well, yes, I talked about <laughs> Common. Who's another one, though, oh, you've my- come across? 
I've met several basketball players okay. who are famous to me. Bonzi Wells, we all know Bonzi. Oh, yeah. Yes, um, I consider him one of my friends, so I'll, I'll say Bonzi. We also talked about this. What's your guilty pleasure, <laughs> other than meeting stars and celebrities? <laughs> my guilty pleasure is, and I know it's probably not much, but I just love me a good cold Mountain Dew. That is my guilt. That's the one thing that I do too much of. When, to me, you talk about a guilty pleasure— Something I do too, that I drink too much of it, but that's what I love. I love a good cold Mountain Dew from the can. Like I want the can to be cold and <laughs> I don't want to drink it necessarily from a glass. I want it from the can. She, she also oh. enjoys a McDonald's large Coke. I do oh. enjoy McDonald's Cokes. Me too. too. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie is, movie is The Taking of Pelham. With Denzel Washington, I love that movie. I love it. I watch it back to back to back. What's your hidden talent? My hidden talent, and I know a lot of people don't know this, but I play the organ. I used to play for my church for many years until we found a musician. But that's my hidden talent is that I play. I don't know if I can play now because it's been about 15 years, but I played for many years for my church. Now, the or- I know how to play piano, and the organ seems so scary to me because there are so many buttons and I levers know. and pedals, and there's stuff everywhere. Yes, I just, I was kind of self-taught, so I'm not the best, but I can get, you know, get you through whatever you're trying to get through, but yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Do you sing in the shower? I do. Oh, God. I do. I love to sing. Not that I'm that good, but I do sing in the shower. Right. Do you sing in the car? I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite thing to belt out in the car? I mean, the Clark sisters or? Probably, the, or whatever's on the radio. Okay. <laughs> I listen to Sirius, and so, you know, that's a whole variety of things. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Trek. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love Star Trek. What's your most used emoji on your phone? Probably the laughing emoji with the tears running down. That's probably my most used because I laugh a lot. (laughs) Hey, laughing's good. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being our guest today. Really appreciate you coming in. Thank you so much. I had a wonderful time. Thank you. Thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. Thank you. Over the weekend, we ventured out, dangerous but masked up, to the AMC 12 here in Muncie, Indiana to watch Raya and the Last Dragon. Yes, we did. And it was actually very good and safe-ish, as safe as can be and all of that. There were probably eight of us in the whole movie theater. It was great. And it was very women-centric. It was. And did you know, like she, did you notice she didn't even have like a love interest or like male counterpart or anything? She just had her dad and her dad. Well, her dad... Spoiler alert, he wasn't around for most of it. (laughs) (laughs) So she had to do things on her own and like learn lessons. And she, of course, she has a little creature sidekick kind of hedgehog thing or I don't know what that thing was. Yeah, something like seven years she was out on her own exploring the area. Yes. And so, but I really liked it because it's like feminism. Like I don't need a man and I will learn. I'm not like... Like Sleeping Beauty, you know? Yeah. Everybody, like, like, what's wrong with Sleeping Beauty? Well, everybody gets kissed while they're asleep, and that's not really consensual. <laughs> but you have, you have something about these early Disney movies. I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only person. This is not my original hot take, but so many of these Disney movies and other things and stuff like that, but a lot of Disney movies. First of all, the mom always dies. The mom dies, or the ev- the mom. The That's s- true. The stepmom. Bambi. Yes, the stepmom is evil. 
Yeah. Always evil. I used to want to start a website back in the day when the web first was around and stuff. I wanted to call it not the evil stepmom.com. Did somebody take your idea? No, but I just decided not to. Because then like forums and Facebook and groups came along and stuff like that. (laughs) But wasn't that a good idea? I thought the evil stepmom.com. That that was a good idea. But you have a big problem with like Beauty and the Beast. I do. Beauty and the Beast. Okay. It's kind of Stockholm Syndrome-ish. Like Beauty, first of all, Gaston just thinks that, you know, he can marry her. Yeah. And force her to marry him or whatever. And he's like hot stuff and the whole town should He sure him. tries. He sure tries. Anyway, so I have a problem with that. I also have a problem with like the whole town like makes fun of Belle. Like, ooh, <laughs> she's, smart. she's smart and likes to read. Like, good Lord. Okay. She's a woman who has ideas and likes to think and read. Like, come on. That's fine. And then she gets locked in this castle with this beast who also doesn't give her a lot of agency over herself or anything like that. And then she falls in love with him because it's like Stockholm Syndrome and you fall in love with your captor. And and it all turns out great in the end. Uh, he becomes a handsome prince. And no, it's, I, it's a good deal. I actually think the person beast looks weird. Like, I think he looks better <laughs> as a beast. When he turns into a human, you're like, well, that guy looks a little weird. Now, you can't have a problem with the Little Mermaid. Of course I do. Yes. She, <laughs> she gives up her identity, her voice, her agency over herself so she can find a man and whatever. And yeah, her dad's a jerk face and whatever. But, you know, ugh, I don't like that. Don't like it. Well, the yeah. other 90s Disney, uh, of course, Aladdin. Uh, yeah. That male-centric character, but Jasmine. Jasmine doesn't Do have a lot Do you have a problem of, with Jasmine? She doesn't have a lot of control over her life. She had a big life. tiger. She did have a big tiger. Like, every Disney princess has to have a, a, sidekick. a sidekick who's an animal, so that's fine. <laughs> <sighs> just like Jasmine and the Sultan and the... the, the no, that's just kind of yucky, too. I shouldn't even bring up Cinderella because, <sighs> oh, that probably kills you. Well... There's lots of problems with Cinderella. <laughs> like, how does she turn into, like, her coach or turns back into a pumpkin? Yeah. Right? How'd but her shoe doesn't. But her shoe does not. How does the shoe stick around, first of all? That's not feminism. That's Continuity just logic. Errors. Okay. Continuity errors. I'll, I'll give you that. Okay. Evil stepmom and, like, the fairest of the land. Now, I just... Disney is going through this phase now where they are retelling stories. And how's that going for you? Like, Maleficent. <laughs> Well, she's not bad. She's not that bad, honestly. I know. <laughs> now, she's the most evil character back in the day. And here she is like, ah, just, I was wronged. Grr. Yeah, I don't know. And then she, she's not that bad. Although Audia said you wouldn't let her watch it because it's too scary. But I'm like, I think he said it's not scary enough. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for Cruella DeVille. So they are going to show the making of uh, an evil person. Now, That'll be interesting. Talk about it every kiss begins with K moment. Yeah. I just realized, like, DeVille is devil. devil. I did. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. I just noticed that, like, last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, refer back to our last, podcast last, last week. week. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now, here's a. You probably like Shrek. Because Shrek kind of, I do like kind of addressed these issues. Yes, yes, and they made fun of all the car- all of the things, and then you know the spell was not that she was ugly, but that she was pretty and whatever and all of that. So I like, I like Shrek. It's good. Now I have to tell you a personal story, and yeah. then we'll wrap this up. So when I was in like kindergarten, we did a story. We like had to did a little play in kindergarten, yeah. and it was like three Billy Goats Gruff, right, or something like that. Okay. There was a princess. And 
prince somehow she falls asleep and the prince has to come and kiss her or whatever and there's like trolls under the bridge and all that anyway i was a princess and this kid he tried to kiss you no and so my little dude friend he was supposed to come and kiss me to wake me up and he was like can i just like shake her instead (laughs) (laughs) so there you go so you were shaken awake shaken awake by a prince a prince in kindergarten yes every kiss begins with k (laughs) Deville! Deville is the devil! (laughs) Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss. We're on Instagram at goneboss2k or find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at schaeferleadership.com. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has gone gone boss. boss.